Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. One of those traits in a race, they can't hold me. And I show my face in a case so you know it's me. Imitation is a flattery, it's just annoying me. And I'm too about it. And the dirt that they threw on my name turned to soil and I grew about it. Time for y'all to figure out what y'all gonna do about it. Big wheels keep rolling, rolling. I'm outside, 29, G5, Seaside. I've been losing friends and finding peace. But honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me. If I ever heard one and I'm still here. Outside, front line, south side. I've been losing friends and finding peace. Honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me. Look, don't invite me over if you throw another pretty party. Looking back, it's hard to tell you where I started. I don't know who loved me, but I know that it ain't everybody. I, I like this Drake. I like singing Drake and talking Drake when you get the two together. You're getting a little bit of two together there. Yeah. Yeah, this one, uh, this one I'm vibing. I like this one. This one seems to be like a standout if you're looking at like all the daily streaming charts. This one seems to be the top song. Kind of goes back and forth depending on the city with way too sexy, but this one seems to be the one that's standing out. Fair Trade is a song with Travis Scott from Drake's new album, Certified Lover Boy, which should uh, handedly knock Kanye West right off the number one spot for the uh, album sales. Oh, shit. Yeah, love it. I think they knew that was going to happen. Yeah, Kanye sold like just over 300,000 copies of his new album in its first week out. And uh, people are estimating that Drake should hit over 600,000. So twice as many people buying the Drake album mm-hmm. in the first week than Kanye, at least in the U.S., which is where they monitor that stuff for the Hot 200. You know, you could tell on Drake's Instagram that there was like a party going on in the bridal path the night before. I'm wondering if you just rolled up and be like, oh, Drake invited me to the party. If you would have been able to get in. Because there's a lot of people invited to this party. So you think uh, <laughs> you think that there's a chance someone could sneak into a Drake party just because there were so many people there? Well, you might be able to just like show up at the same time another crew is showing up and just kind of roll yeah. with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're walking <laughs> in a row with people, yeah, like, I'll tell you, like, because I've been a part of a group of people that were being ushered into a section with a celebrity. Not because I'm a celebrity, but because, like, we were invited to be a part of this experience. Okay. And um, the person at the door is just, they're not asking each person as you walk in. You just have to pretend you belong to that group. With that crew, crew, yeah. Yeah, you see a crew of people walking in, you get right behind them. Yeah. And you're just like, don't even make eye contact. No. Just look like you you belong there. Yes. Yeah. You're on the bridal path, Drake's house. And he's uh, they're opening the gate. You just walk, walk in with in. them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then be like, okay, guys, we heading in. You know, act like you know somebody in the crew. Play yeah, it yeah. play it right. Got to look the part, too, though. Look the part. Yeah. 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 I did that with uh, Ed Sheeran's uh, 
crew. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there were a few people, including Ed Sheeran in this group, and I was like one of the hangers-on <laughs> went in after. I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. I'm like, who are the hangers-on in this group? Oh, clearly me. <laughs> that was after he hosted the uh, video award show there, and then there was an after party, and we were waiting to meet him, and then we were told to go out to the back parking lot if okay. we wanted to meet him, because he was going to be ushered into a VIP section. Oh. So we went outside... The SUV rolled up or a couple SUVs rolled up yes. and all kinds of people get out. A few celebrities. I forget who was with his group, but once we got in, like Nick Jonas was there. And uh, and then they just kind of, so your group w- was kind of sucked into that group. Yes. And then it became a larger crew. See? That- if anyone had been standing outside smoking a butt when yes. that crew rolled in, they could have easily, easily. slid into the, <laughs> into the group and then been with all of us. And drank for free probably all yeah. night with bottle service. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah totally. That would have uh, been the case. And people probably would have been like, who's that fucking guy over there? So, does anyone know that fucking guy? And Somebody man, would have said it's his manager. But, you know, know it, yeah, nobody knows everybody. So, <laughs> right. everyone's afraid to be the guy who's like, what, what, you, what do you do here? And then it yes. turns out, what do you mean, what the fuck do I do here? I run the record label, <laughs> asshole. What are you doing here? Get out. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. I yes. did that once. Uh, I was, uh, it was like some function we were both at, Mora. And um, so, one of the guys from one of the record labels that we see all the time yeah. started talking and then uh, introduces me to someone. And okay. then I do the, oh, do you guys work together? And they're like, fucking work together? I fucking run yeah. the company. Oh You're like, it was, he didn't say it like that, right. but he, you could tell he was annoyed <laughs> that, you that, wondered that who I he didn't was. know who he was. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's afraid Yikes. of having that incident where they look like the person who doesn't know who yeah. the, everyone is. So. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I used to try to sneak into a lot of TIFF parties. Because uh, I lived in the area. I used to live in the annex and a lot of the TIFF parties were in Yorkville. Um, so my girlfriend and I would like try to get in all the when time. When you hear that, Bundes, are you thinking, oh my God, Maura, loser. <laughs> loser? You're awesome. Well, l- loser, when, me, when they stop you, when they stop you, you're like, oh, you don't have a pass? Go on. No, no. She was pretty good because she worked in the industry. So she would be, play the role of like um, clipboard you know, sunglasses, on a phone, ushering. She would usher pe- me through as if I was a part of some sort of thing. She would and okay, actually... T- take us through this, please. <laughs> One time where this worked, I want to hear like how you guys played it. Well, I'll tell you times that it worked and then times that it failed. But I remember going to one place that clearly was having like a private TIFF party. Okay. And we were like a smaller group, like maybe there were four people. She act like she was a manager, like or a PR person, and she kind of looked the part too. Um, she and would, would she have a clipboard? She would have a clipboard. She would be on her phone. She would also have sunglasses, and then she would usher people through and tell them just these three, like very be very specific to the bouncer. These three, yes, you know they're they're with the crew, you know. And the bouncer's like, I don't, you know, he doesn't yeah, know. Yeah. And the bouncer doesn't want to be like, wait a second, who are you? And they'd be like, you don't know who the fuck I am? They're from the movie. That's yeah, all you yeah. have to say. This is the party that you're having here tonight is for their movie. And so he, she was that organized she that the props super, were like ready to go. Super aggressive. Other times she, you know, we would be drinking too much and she would go and make a fool of herself. She'd be like, okay, you wait around the corner. I'm going to go tell them that you're coming. And she went up to a place and said, I have a big Hollywood star and, uh, you know, we'd like to check out your place. 
And the person would be like, well, I have to know who it is. And she'd be like, well, I cannot tell you who it is. You know, she just <laughs> kind of keep, keep the smoke and mirrors going for too long. And then one time she's like, it's Tom Cruise. And then I'm like, you told me I am Tom Cruise? I look nothing like Tom Cruise. That's pretty good. I yeah, have to yeah. pretend I'm Tom Cruise now. That's not going to work. Yeah, you couldn't have picked somebody that, <laughs> that, you know, if they look up an IMD picture that you might resemble... You could even say some name that didn't they didn't know. And then when they act like they don't know them, you could act like they're an idiot for not knowing who that person was. You know, you can get people and throw them off their axis for sure. Yeah, so... Um, I think usually when you have a bouncer at the door... So wait a second. I want to go back to the Tom Cruise story. Yes. So she says it's Tom Cruise. And does, <laughs> does the bouncer go, okay, well, Tom Cruise can come in. And then do you get set up like where you come around the corner <laughs> and come up? And then like, oh, this is uh, Maura, not Tom Cruise. Like, do you... Oh, s- no. When she came back around the corner, she's like, they're expecting Tom Cruise. I'm like, well, this is a bust. Okay, so if so you we had Tom, bailed. she would have like been a- okay. Yeah. Yes, they they said, okay, for Tom Cruise, yes. But, you know, if you're Tom Cruise, I don't think you send a PR person ahead of you to make sure it's okay if you come. I think you just freaking show up. I, you think? You're a, a star of that caliber. I don't think Tom I don't needs think to so, send Mara. somebody. I don't think so. I you don't think, think? I think they call ahead. I think somebody if, is doing uh, the pre-work there because nothing would be worse than if Tom Cruise showed up and they were at capacity or there was something that went down that would prevent him from going in. Like maybe the, uh, the other A-lister fucking hates Tom Cruise. Like, let's just say George Clooney's in there, is anti-Scientology, <laughs> hates Tom Cruise, and then gets word that Tom Cruise wants to come into the party, and he'd be like, fuck that, Tom's not coming in here, I'm not spending time with that asshole. I, I don't know if there's any bad blood there, but let's just, as for example, for example, they would have to know that he was cleared to go in before he would even be in the vicinity. I don't know. I don't know. First of all, no club is ever at capacity. There's always room. No, I get there's that. There's always room but... for somebody important to come in. That's true. And also, like... I don't know, maybe if I was Tom Cruise, I don't know if I'd want everybody to know that I was coming to that club because you tell one person, uh, somebody slips that info, you mm. show up, there's paparazzi there. Like, what if you just, you know, you're out and you just want to hit a club and have a couple of drinks? Yeah, yeah. That I, If you're at a club, that's one thing. Maura's talking about private TIFF parties. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're at a private TIFF party, it's usually just A-listers and the hangers-on and the uh, producers of the movie mm-hmm. and, the, you know, mm-hmm. Leo DiCaprio's in there talking about his documentary. But mm-hmm. yeah, if it's Tom Cruise, or let's say it's uh, so let's say Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. doesn't realize Angelina Jolie's in there. Ooh. And then word gets out that Angelina Jolie's there. He, he wants to find that shit out before he goes there. So yes. they talk about that stuff. I was at a private TIFF party that I did get into uh, legitimately, like for my old job. I was covering it or something like that. And it was packed. And James Franco and I, we're coming at each other through like a narrow hallway of people. And, and I knew in that moment I had to make a decision whether I was going to give them the front. Yeah, the butter, or the, the crotch. Back. Yeah, yeah. This is like that famous scene from Fight Club, right? <laughs> yeah, it's that famous scene from Fight Club. But yeah, yeah. me and James Franco. And then I'm like, oh no, what if he gives me the butt? But we both decided front? Cr- crotch. 
Yeah, well, because then you make eye contact, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah. to play it down, though. I was like, hey, you know, not really making it a big deal. But I was a huge James Franco fan at the time. You should have went back and pushed up as he went by. Pushed up? Yeah, let him know. What's up? Ah, then you're yeah. like every girl that, you know, goes by James Franco. I'm sure everyone pushes up. I got to play a little hard to get, Bundes. Okay, then you got to push him away. <laughs> well, it turns out all you needed to be was his student at NYU, and then you would add an in with him. He uh, he definitely got implicated in some uh, inappropriate relationships. Can't you hook up with your professor when you're in university? No, there, well, yeah, if it's like not, you know, if there's no pressure or no anything power, involved, power no issues. power issues. You got you probably wait till the course is over mm. before you hook up or something. I mean, it was so it's so bad that like you know some of his old friends have kind of disowned him as a friend. Really? Seth Rogen said as much. Yeah. Oh boy! That you know their friendships are pretty much over. He can't really have one with him. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know all the intricacies of his sort of like uh, Me Too moments, but there were definitely a bunch of them. You could look it up, I'm sure. Uh, wasn't there a party that you snuck into just because you got there early enough <laughs> and you hid? What yeah, was that one? There was a party. Uh, I can't remember where it was, but it was in that Tiff Bell Lightbox building, I think. It was a patio party, and I was just there so early. I think, again, I was like covering something, or I, I, there was some reason I had to be there. And then I realized, like, oh shit, they're setting up for a pretty big party here. And I could see there was alcohol sponsors and stuff. So I was done my work, so I just hung and stayed. And then the party started around me. So. And just, they never kicked you out? No, well, I was kind of behind a plant. Like, I was kind of around a corner behind a very large <laughs> tropical plant. <laughs> and I just stayed there long enough that the party kicked off. And then I was inside. And, uh, you know, what's done is done. It was great. Who showed up to that party? Do you remember who there was at that There were a lot one? of A-listers at that one. It may yeah. have almost been close to, like, the launch of TIFF. You know, TIFF's pretty good for... A-listers being, uh, you being able to be in close contact with like A-list Hollywood celebs. Some people would even say that TIFF has gone downhill as a result of their desire to have those A-listers be there. Oh, really? Because yeah. the quality of the movies is well, the they're, same? Well, they're, you know, showcasing movies that, uh, you know, are borderline, you know, film festival movies. Like when they bring in, you know, uh -huh. Independence Day and just to get Will Smith to show up. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's an example of I'm um, making that one up but right when you got some big Hollywood produced movies oh. making it into the film festival some people think that goes against what the whole thing was there to start right. out to be you know yeah to promote independent film it's not the same lately though like uh, the last couple of years like obviously the stars aren't coming anymore there's a small handful now but uh, well you mean because of COVID it used to be like yeah because of COVID but it used to be like ridiculous how many celebrities would be coming. Ridiculous. It was like a gong show every single day. Uh, not the same anymore. Well, I want you. You want me to sneak into a party? To grab your fucking clipboard. <laughs> and your cell phone. And I want you to get Bundes and I in there. You could say Bundes is in the new mm, Top Gun movie. Yeah. That's never coming out because... Yes. Yeah, you know what I just, the recent thing I heard about Top Gun, which makes me wonder if the movie's actually a piece of shit and they're just trying to make it better as they go before they release it. Uh -huh. I know they're blaming it on COVID, the delays, but uh, Tom Cruise just had a rental car stolen and in the car was a, a copy of the Top Gun 2 script. Shut up. When they recovered the car, 
they recovered the script as well, but there's no word on whether or not copies were made and oh. they wanted to like leave it there. But then I'm thinking, if this movie was supposed to come out a year ago, why is Tom Cruise still carrying around a script for Top Gun 2? Makes me think that they're still tweaking it and maybe they're still not happy with it is that well, possible yeah, why would they be have why would he have the script in a rental in a car. rental car because like, like you wouldn't need that script if you're if it's done if it's in the can if, if it's they in the, say. yeah sitting on a shelf ready to play in a yeah. theater it was supposed to come out last year in the summer right they and might be tweaking like, some some yeah. like editing but and maybe that's why they only showed like the first 15 minutes at that film festival thing the the Cinecon or whatever the event was a week ago so i'm starting to wonder you know i can't imagine it being shit i just can't i can't i know you can't but maybe um maybe tom's just not happy with it you know, maybe... Maybe it's weak. It's well, weak. There's no way. The trailer itself, <laughs> I've watched multiple times. The trailer itself looks like an amazing line, movie. the plot line, guys. The plot line. There is no plot the in script. Tom Yeah, there's a plot line. They, uh, it's the Russian MiG fighters. And uh... <laughs> there's really no plot, though. It's just like it's a bro yeah. movie, you know? Mm. Yeah. He's trying to be the best fighter he can be, and then his pal dies, and then he's got to, like, find it in him to, like, get back Carry out there. On, yeah. I was watching... Uh, I've never seen this movie before, Cliffhanger, over the weekend. Oh, which Stallone. is probably, oh, yeah. Stallone, yeah. <laughs> probably the biggest bro movie of all time. And something that made me laugh out loud every single second of that movie was the script. Because there'd be, I, you know, you rarely hear lines that are like, you're an asshole. Yeah. You know, they just have the cheapest burns in that. And maybe that's the problem with Top Gun. There's too much like, you're an asshole. Like, yeah. weak burns. We'll settle this in the air. <laughs> yeah. What's going to happen in this movie, I can tell you, is, uh, well, you know, obviously Maverick isn't going to lose his goose. One of the young ones, the youngins that are in the Top Gun, Uh they're going to lose somebody and they're going to have to struggle to get back into the game and Tom Cruise is going to guide them. He's going to play mentor. To, to basically just, you know, to yes. the new Maverick, yes. the new hotshot young. He's been through loss before. Brilliant. He knows. Well said. He knows it's tough to carry on when you lose your Rio. There's definitely some animosity between Goose's son and Tom Cruise that you can see in the trailer. What, why that is, I don't know. Is, oh. oh, I didn't realize, uh, I didn't realize that someone was playing Goose's son. Yeah. Um, is that the dude who's the famous, other famous actor in there? Miles Teller? Yeah, is, is yeah. Goose's son. Oh, well, there oh. you go. Tom's gonna have to rein him in and be like his father figure. Like, you fucking killed my dad but in that flat spin. Why didn't you recover, you piece of shit? Yes, he's got <laughs> issues. He's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Hi- highly recommend. At the beginning when he when she falls and yeah. you're like, no. <laughs> I'm right out of the gate. They don't make movies like that anymore, yeah, man. Yeah. Who is he? Uh, I don't. Uh, spoiler alert. Movie sold. It shouldn't matter. Who's the actor that uh, he drops? Uh, Someone famous, isn't it? Or she was at the time. There's a lot of famous people in that movie. I can't remember her name. She was kind of a hottie, I thought, at the beginning of that. Uh, One of those... I don't remember. Was it Janine Turner? Oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. But I do know that they shot a lot of that in Italy more often. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah. Epic. The Daily Take 2 is coming up next.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Tucker and Mora. As a Canadian, when I think of Canada, it usually makes me very proud to be here. But mm-hmm. right now, these days, I'm feeling like a bit of a ween. <laughs> like a bit of a loser. Why? Oh, hey, uh, I'll tell you why. Because we're just like rolling over for everybody. We're just being like weens. I uh, today, by the way, is a big day uh, in Canada for people who want to travel here because oh, Canada yeah. is now officially opened to fully vaccinated foreign nationals so they can enter the country for non-essential like travel, mm-hmm. tourism, visit friends, whatever. But I'll tell you what makes me feel like a loser is like we're letting everybody in, but not everybody's letting us in. Case in point. Sure, you could fly to the United States, but if I get in my car right now yeah. and I drive to the border of the United States and I want to be like, hey, I want to come and do some shopping, hang out and yeah. uh, see what the uh, what Niagara Falls looks like from the other side. They're going to say, get lost, loser. Really? You're not allowed in. Yeah, their they're land border's not open to us, but you know what? We're, we're all like, oh, but you can come on in here if you like. <laughs> this is the analogy I would give you, okay? Uh-huh. Let's say Bundus owns a nightclub, okay? Uh-huh. And Bundus is, uh, he comes over to to my place, and I happen to own a nightclub, too. So it's like, hey, Bundus, welcome to the club. <laughs> What's going on, Tiger? Hey. For the sake of this uh, analogy, imagine that I there's like a 200-person wait to get into my nightclub. Yes. But Bundus kind of knows me, right? So what, is, what does Bundus do? He's like, hey, you going to let me in? And I'm like, yeah, come on in, Bundus. Oh, nice. Welcome to the party. Okay, so I own a nightclub, Bundus. I'm letting him in. He's like VIP. Now, imagine the next week, I go over to Bundus's nightclub. I'm like, hey, this place is popping off, man. Yeah, totally, man. Thanks, sucker. Huge lineup, Bundus. Uh, I know. I'm just wondering, you know, uh, if you wouldn't mind letting me in uh, to party with everybody on the inside. Would that be all right? Uh, I don't know, Tucker. I mean, it's not going to look good if I let you just walk the line in front of all these all these paying customers right here. Oh. Okay. Uh, so I should just get over yeah, you, there? You should just head to the back of the line. Oh. And, so uh, I can't come in. I can't come in. Yeah, nah, unfortunately oh. not. Oh, okay. But I, I let you in to my club. Yeah, but yeah. we have different rules here, man. Oh, oh okay. Ooh. You're not going to let me in, but I, even though I let you in. Yeah, because I made your club cooler. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. so Bondus is the all American. Right, I'll just wait right. out here all night and just like stand out here like a ween. Because that's what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what's happening. I, I can't believe that we have rules in place that are allowing people to come in when they're like, oh, but you can't come to our place. Well, what are we going to do? Wait? Wait until they let us? Wait, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're like, come on in. Even if we can't come to your house, you can come in mine. <laughs> Doesn't that seem crazy? You're taking I just, it so personally. I, just, I honestly, if I'm like Trudeau, I'm like, oh, you're not going to let us 
this in, but we're, we're, you're not, we're not letting you in then until we have like an agreement that we can both <laughs> hang out at each other's clubs. You know what I mean? I feel like to even hey, show up. To even show up on their radar, it's one of those situations where you have to invite them so they know you exist. Oh, come on. I'll tell you who loves Canadian visitors. Anybody who's like a border town in the U.S., they love Canadians because we come. Well, it's like we go over there and everything feels so cheap and we spend money, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's like Port Huron or whether it's Buffalo, whatever. They want like people in there. Mm -hmm. Those places love Canadians because we spend tons of dough there. Mm -hmm. And then they love coming here because it's like they're rich all of a sudden. All their money's worth (laughs) 10 times as much. I've heard so many stories as to why it's like a health benefit to sleep naked. You know, my ex was like a big sleep nude guy. He was like an outdoor camping guy. And he said that is actually the best way to regulate your body temperature is to sleep completely naked in a sleeping bag outside. Yeah. He was always like pushing this mentality on me. Let I'm me like, ask okay. you this though: How often did that sleeping bag get washed? Because that's the thing. <laughs> like you know, it's it's like I don't like a top sheet in bed. Uh huh. But if I'm going to sleep with a duvet on top of me, I just have to resign to the fact that that duvet cover is going to get washed a lot more than if I had a top sheet. Yes. So I suck it up. Did he wash his sleeping bag enough to compensate for him being naked in there? I mean, bet she didn't. To be honest, I don't re- remember like him using the sleeping bag that often. Okay. Um, but a guy who is a certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Anthony Young on TikTok, he's got four point nine million followers. But I know we don't really believe in TikTok talk doctors, but he says that you should never sleep without underwear on. Because the average person passes gas 15 to 25 times a day. And often you save that for your sleeping time. The bulk of it may happen while you're out. Yeah, right after you picked up a guy. And then just as you're about to fall asleep. Right, Maura? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you bringing this story up? I can't believe uh, it. Yeah. Well, you said, you know, a lot of people save it for at night, just like Maura does. But that she was... picked the wrong night to save it for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're nervous yeah, and it just kind of happens. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was that. What was it? So you guys had uh, kind of like resigned to falling asleep at this point? Yes. Eyes the night, closed. The night was over and I yeah. was finally relaxing. And that's when it happened. <laughs> And I felt my face like burning red, burning red. First time you'd ever invited this guy over. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And you just ignored the whole thing. I acted like I was asleep. (laughs) That's the move. That is the move. I do that. I do that with my wife. If If something happens in the morning and it catches me by surprise, I'm not awake for that. I pretend I'm sleeping. Stop it. Okay. So, yeah, a a scientific study has proven that every time you pass gas, you're spraying a tiny amount of fecal matter throughout the bed. And, by the way, a recent study says 30% of those uh, confess that they only wash their sheets like once a year. Oh, God. Yeah. So, this doctor says, based on that knowledge, you really should wear underwear to bed. We're not clean enough to be able to do it. Is That's what, you're what saying. he's saying. All right. That's what he's saying. 
Tucker and Mara. Megan Fox has gone too far. What has she done? I don't know. She's kind of turning me off a little bit, which is hard because she's so hot. She's so hot. Oh, Megan Fox. I mean, like through oh. the years, she uh, stunning. Constantly on those lists of most beautiful people, and rightfully so. She's unbelievably attractive. Uh, you know, one of the one of the knocks against her right now, I think, is uh, the fact that she's dating Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> he seems like a bit of a airhead and whatever. You know, she's uh, out oh. of a marriage. She's having some fun with this guy. Sure. She just posted on her Instagram. And if you want to see it for yourself, you can just go to at uh, Megan Fox. She posted a picture of her. She's staying at an Airbnb. She's in front of the kitchen table. OK, I'm looking at it okay. right now. Yes. Yeah. And she wrote here. <laughs> Okay, can you read the caption? When I tell you that the table at this Airbnb saw some things, and then she put this little emoji there. And, uh, the emoji is the sweating face emoji. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Machine Gun Kelly responded yeah. with, I'm really glad that's not our table anymore. Barf! What? That is Guys, gross. Like, like what? What, could, what could have happened there that they're glad it's not their table anymore? Like, I get it. They had sex on the table. Uh, yeah. But then to, like, go a step further, that's so MGK. Oh. Bundus, what's happening in your head right now? To me, it seems very high school, very young love, yes. crazy in love with each other. Mm. And, you know, it's odd because they're later in their 30s. You would expect something silly like that out of a 17, 18 year old who's crazy in love. Like Megan Fox has kids. Yes. Kids are going to look back on this post and be like, oh. I was there. Oh. I <laughs> ate my Cheerios at that table. I don't think they were invited. I think I think David Silver had the kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He had the kids. Brian um, Austin Green. That's going to drive him crazy. Crazy, I'm oh, sure. Oh, she's so beautiful, though. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. hot. But you just know, like that's not bragging fair. about that kind of thing. Yeah, is a, to me, that's a huge turnoff. Mm-hmm. Good for you mm-hmm. and all the great sex you're having. By the way, but then to say like, <laughs> what could have happened that you wouldn't want that table to still be yours? That's the thing that throws me off. Okay, but here's the question. Yeah, let's say you're Machine Gun Kelly. Right? Yeah, like, and that picture that Megan Fox puts up is you're tagged in it because you had that epic. Okay, away. so I'm responding. Okay, because I've been tagged because Megan Fox and I slept together on yeah yeah on the table. I'll tell you what my move would be. Okay, so it's me. I'm dating Megan Fox. Deb, my kids might see this. Whatever. Right. I would. I would probably respond with, "I don't know what you're talking about." (laughs) You know, like I would. I'd be in full denial mode. I'd be like, "Really?" I'd, I'd be cute and like, "Oh, like." Oh, are you talking about that epic meal I made for you on Saturday? <laughs> that eggplant? Lobster, lobster juice everywhere. I don't know. You know, like, I would I would definitely not pile on no? like MGK did. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm too classy a guy. Yeah. Oh, please. I'd let her I'd let her do the bragging. That's the the cooler move in that situation is to be coy about it after. Not like, yeah, yeah, we had great sex there. <laughs> like, that's what Machine Gun Kelly did. Yeah. He actually deleted his post, it looks like. So, anyway. Yeah, because people are like, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Anyone who's actually had sex on a table will attest to the fact that it's uh, something that you uh, want to forget after, because it wasn't very comfortable.
I don't know. Well, it depends. It depends who's on what part of the table. Yeah. I'm kidding. I just wanted to bring up the fact that I may have had sex on a t- have had table. sex on a table. Too much for too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much. We don't need to know this. But that would be that would be fine if you say that. But then if your husband Matt comes in and goes, "Oh yeah, we destroyed it. I would never put food on that table ever again." Then you'd be like, "Too much." You That's crossed right. the line. That's right. You crossed the line. That's right. You know, maybe your dog's been really happy to have you working from home so much. I know a lot of people have been experiencing that who have dogs. Like, the dog's been happy. But if you have a cat, chances are it has uh, been the opposite situation. And I can 100% agree to this. When we the lockdown first started... Remember what my cat Jerry started doing? Jerry was peeing on the couch. Daily, guys. Daily. Sometimes in front of me. I could see him get this look on his face. He'd be on the couch. I'd be like, no, don't do it, Jerry. He'd choose this spot right in between two cushions and just pee down through the crack. Oh. Why is that better? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of where I'd rather the cat pee. Between the cushions or on, on the, the cushion? cushion? He's just ruined the couch. He really has. How long would you keep a cat in your place if you weren't allergic, Bundus, if it was peeing on your couch or your bed? I don't trust cats, man. They're evil. They have this evil look in their eye. I don't, I just I, I couldn't have a cat even even if I wasn't allergic. You're I don't not trust a fan, them. eh? Dogs are so loving. You know, I I trust a dog with my life. Like. Cats, I feel like it's going to try and take my life. Mm. I think when you have your own, you know your cat. Yeah. And you know that it can't be trusted most of the time. Like Mora. Yes. How how often when you're doing your Pilates in your apartment? Yes. Do you look over at Jerry and wonder if Jerry's going to attack? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, you never know. Because that's his favorite time to get me is when I'm down on the ground, you know, doing something with my leg. He's like, goes after the leg. I'm like, oh my God. Full claws out and everything. So vets have found that us working from home have caused cats to develop like a whole range of stress-related problems and conditions. And uh, all of this is related to stress and just you being home more. And they like that alone time and now they don't have it. I took Jerry to the vet because I'm like, what's wrong? He's peeing on the couch. Is he trying to tell me something? $700 later, they told me it was behavioral. And, you know, they're kind of like, you're screwed. You know (laughs) what's interesting? What? Is that for all the reasons why Bundus doesn't trust cats, I was thinking about all those qualities you mentioned. I feel like you have a lot of those qualities in yourself. Oh, yeah. I I, I totally thought the same thing. You're like being by myself. Yeah. You just described yourself when you talked about the cat. That's why I don't trust myself. (laughs) I get it now. He likes his alone time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't crush his vibe. Don't crush his vibe. You start hanging around too much, he's going to get irritated and do things that you're not going to (laughs) like. Would you ever That's pee on the couch, Bundes? I might. Oh, I might just end the You know what helped my situation and yeah. got Jerry to stop peeing on the couch? I put a litter box in the dining room. Oh, fun. Right next to the couch. Right next to where you eat. Right Perfect. next to where I eat, yeah. yeah. So essentially, he's ruined my whole main floor. <laughs> Do you know that today is called Telephone Tuesday? It's the day of the year 
that businesses are supposed to get the most phone calls. Why today? Because <laughs> it's, uh, does it follow? Uh, oh, it is a long weekend in the yes, U.S. as well. It's a long weekend in the U.S. It's a long weekend here. And everybody comes back and like gets done all those things that are on the checklist of things that you wanted to do when the summer's over. Oh my yeah. God, I was going to do something today too. <laughs> what were you, you know, going to do? I got like pre-approved for another mortgage at, a, at, a, my, at the bank that I have a mortgage with. So I was like, oh, I should probably call and get that second line of credit. Uh, Sorry. A line of credit, not a, not, a, not a mortgage. A line of credit I got pre-approved for. So you're going to get on the phone. And I was like, uh, I don't want to call that last week. And then I didn't want to do it on Friday. Right. Maybe, okay, I'll do it this week. Because it feels like everything's back to normal, right? Yes. So I was like, okay, I'll do it today. Everybody's doing the same thing you're doing today. You're going to be on hold for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Maybe I'll wait. Maybe I'll push it again. Yeah. What, what do you need a second line of credit for? I uh, have no idea. I just figured I was pre-approved for it. Might as well take it and because I'm looking. You're that guy. I'm that guy. You're the guy who gets the envelope. You're pre-approved. Yeah, right, sign right. me up. I'll <laughs> my credit. They give you a free T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> sure, I'll sign here. Uh, I just figured, like, because I'm I'm looking to buy a house now, so I figured I might need a little extra side cash in case I need. You, you just want to have a little pot there in case of emergency. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. But gotcha. when you but when you have that line of credit, doesn't it affect your credit score because um, they assume it that it's full? You know, they assume yeah. if you have a line of credit for say twenty thousand, that you have twenty thousand in debt, whether you you've used, used it, it or, or not. not. Yes, that is true as well. So, so maybe wait. Just, I don't know. Yeah, you maybe the, look, talk to your mortgage person and say, hey, is this going to affect my ability to qualify for a mortgage for you know yeah. a house? Yeah, if ask I have them too that. Much yeah, lines of credit, even if there's a zero balance on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so confusing it's how so all confusing. that stuff works. It, does, eh? it can come into play, though, for sure. Yeah. So the first Tuesday after Labor Day has always seen a big spike in phone calls to any sort of business. It's just the way it goes. And it's because everybody's back after the long weekend. Most businesses haven't been fully staffed over the summer. Now they're probably back up and running. It's the unofficial start of fall. People are getting that checklist done. So, yeah, if you are starting to plan and starting to do something kind of like Bundes is, today's really not the. It's more like tomorrow, Bundes, maybe. Yeah, maybe okay. wait, till wait till tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you sold me, Mara. Procrastinate, I can do that. You can do You're good at that. <laughs> Might as well wait one more day. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.